I feel as though it is important to the culture to do because he was someone that was portraying something he was not to an extreme level to the point of putting everybody's lives, like multiple lives in danger. Lithuania. Lithuania. You literally making the word harder than it is, bro. <laughs> you, you want that man, you want that man to be screaming out that he to, meditates on the song? Yo, I want to meditate daily. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the AA Hip Hop Podcast. My name is Antonio, and you can find me at My Name Is Huda on Twitter and Instagram. And we also have the wonderful Jay Fortuna here. Go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. What's up, everybody? You already know it's Jay Fortuna. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Jay Fortuna 305. 305, you know, that's where I'm from. That's Miami. Yes, sir. All right, so you can find him at jfortuna305 on all platforms. And today we are going to start off with the praise of Detroit 2. Well, mixtape album, how are we classifying this? Because it is a sequel to a mixtape. I mean, yeah, it's on all... We've had this debate before with the Drake thing and everything, but it's on streaming services, but it's, you know, it's it's an album. I agree, but somebody might say something else. Exactly. That's the wonderful thing about music. Everything is subjective, even the marketing. But yeah, how are you feeling about the project? First listen through of it, I, I, you know, had a very reactionary um, approach to it. I was ready to anoint it his best album. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. But after a couple, you know, listens and the, um, the, the, I guess you could say the dust settled. Yeah. Um, I gotta give it a, a, a solid low to mid eight. Um, I'd have to agree. But yeah, an eight is is still good in my in my book. Like that pro- that project is extremely re-listenable and it's fun. I I, I like it. It's um I don't even want to say a return to form for Big Sean because I think he's yeah. been pretty solid album wise the last couple of albums. Yeah, and I don't even think it's a it would be appropriate to call it a return to form because I don't think he's ever performed like this before. Um, I feel like this is new to territory. He's more spiritual than he's ever been before, although we've had dabbles Very of it. True. Most Very positive true. album, and this is the best his rhymes have been. His punches were on point the entire time, and his his actual, like, the, his syllable counts. And it's okay. kind of dope, because we talked about, like, how, saw, how the evolution from seeing Big Sean come up and the evolution since we were like in middle school and to see him go from finally famous to this being on par with Eminem on tracks it's a big thing very true I I think of I think the very first song I remember hearing from Big Sean uh shoot what was it oh my goodness Uh, this is this is from from one no 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 I actually heard about him even even before this it was one of his um so, so his first album was Finally Famous. He had a little mixtape series that was also called fin- Finally Famous. Oh, that wow. kind of led up into that. Yeah. And I remember the first song I heard from him, it was a freestyle that he did over um, Kanye West's Say You Will song. Yeah, first line, something like <clears throat> something, something, something. Red eyes, red eyes like a Jedi. I'm, I'm butchering the line, but it's fire. Yeah. <laughs> but, but That's very funny. To see that... Um, um, like you said, that growth from then to now is crazy. Yeah, you know it's funny. I don't remember which one I I saw first, but I remember the one. I think it it was his debut video on Good Music, where it was an animated video in a shoe store. 
and it, I, I love the song so much. I hope that he still has the music video up. I don't even know if I can find it underneath, like, because his career has been going on for so long. Yeah. Um, but it was just so dope. I think it was at a vape store, and I think it was produced by Pharrell, and I just remember, like, loving it and playing it over and over and rewatching it over and over for the spectacle of, like, the animation. So he's always been, was, like, was, a dope artist. Huh? It was animated, you said? Well, no, it was him. Oh, my goodness. I just found the old one featuring Chitty Bang. Yo, you did fake, you ever hear Chitty fake, Bang? Too fake. Yeah, yeah, too yeah, fake. Yeah, yo, that's yes, sir. Crazy. Yo, I'm going to drop a snippet in here because that's like mad nostalgia. But no, it was um, it was him inside of a shoe store and it was an animation over it. So like they animated oh. the frames on top of it. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I can't. Oh, wow. I just found the My Homie Still video. Yo, My Homie Still. Do you remember when that dropped with Lil Wayne? Oh, oh yeah. I know I remember it. I remember all the, I remember it coming out and like everybody doing like the Illuminati breakdowns because of the animal heads in it and stuff like that. And it's like, <laughs> oh, the elephant is for the devil. Like what a time. Oh man. We, we really grew through the Illuminati age of, of, of hip hop, bro. <laughs> We're low, remember, we were freezing the frames on the uh, Rihanna yeah. video. Remember, yeah. remember, um, they tried to do that with Run This Town, Kanye, Jay-Z, and um and um Rihanna. That, oh my god. That goodness. whole era, yo. And we'll yo, we're old. <laughs> sort of. We're sort of old. We're but, old, bro. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. I, I just found it. And it, okay, so you're right about us being old because I looked at the video and it's from 10 years ago. And it's called Get Your Son. You need to go and get your son, go and go and get your son. Go and get your son. I used to love this song. I'm going to drop That's a snippet of this in here too. That's awesome then it should be playing underneath my voice right now but yeah it's a it's crazy so what's your favorite song off of detroit oh go ahead my bad oh no i was just gonna say so i'm just looking get you some is from the same finally famous mixtape that i was talking about that's very funny so i was listening to the mixtape and i didn't know it yeah but um my favorite song off of um detroit too see that's tough there's a lot of bangers on that one i really like I'm always a fan of like really well done intro songs, like that first song yeah. to a to an album. Like it, it sets the mood. Why would you stop, bro? As soon as that beat comes in, why would you yeah. stop? Why would I stop? Right. <laughs> so that had me acting ignorant on the way from work on Friday uh, last Friday. <laughs> so the whole thing is that I love I love why would I stop right. Um, I didn't listen to the album for a couple of days. I came back to it and listening to Why Would I Stop? I was like, eh, it's okay. Like when the beat played and everything, but he brought me back in it with the bars. The bars are like a spectacle on that, but cause like spits crazy all, all over the whole album. But um, Why Would I Stop? It would, I couldn't place it as my favorite. I would, I hate Zen the fuck out. I hate it. ZTFO. That's, one, that's, that's the one that, I, I, that's one of those skips for me. Yeah, that's the only skip to me. Well, that and Lithu- Lithuania. You literally right. making the word harder than it is, bro. <laughs> so the thing is, is that that was okay to me. Like I didn't, I just couldn't listen to it because it sounded generic. I but agree, and we 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 going we gonna talk about later on on this podcast why uh, yeah. it's generic too. Right, Mr. we go La Flame, but I'm not even gonna get there right now. I'm not gonna lie, that that little pocket. Of, of from Lithuania to time in, if I remember correctly, was kind of it to me. That little middle section. Yeah, so like Lithuania, full circle, and time in. Mm-hmm. 
Lithuania is generic, like you said, full circle. I think society has evolved past the need for any ditty verses or features. <laughs> That's just me, though. And time in, it's, you know, it's, it's nice to see to 2088, like like him and Janae equals group again. But I, yeah. I, I don't like the... I don't know. Big Sean did something when he was singing on that song that I didn't like that much. I'm not even gonna cap. Put the clip in. Whatever. Oh, whatever yeah, the thing was that, bro. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I was like, I get it. You make, I get it. You making me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> right. You homophobic, bro. You can't take a little. You know, just talk about the tip a bit. <laughs> I mean, listen. I don't even mind it, but like he was singing out of tune, <laughs> well, out of tune. <laughs> if it was in tune it would have been okay <laughs> yeah it, it just wasn't it but yeah um i get that i think it was a single so i feel kind of cheap for choosing it but i feel like harder than my demons was my favorite oh very nice and i listened to that song a lot so same I really, and the way that he got so personal like i said i already complimented his writing on this album it's really it's really well done and it's just a catchy hook and it's super personal. Like that's where we found out about, you know, the losing a baby, which we're finding out more and more is very common amongst couples because you've had a history of it with Jay-Z. It's 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 hard to be open about something about that. So I respect him for it. I appreciate the song. I almost wonder, this is me speculating and literally just talking, but I wonder if it's like the stress of that celebrity life, could that be contributing to that? Cause I didn't even think about it, but like you mentioned, Jay-Z and Beyonce went through that, Kanye and Kim, um, and now Big Sean and Janae Aiko, like. I don't know, cause I talked to a lot of people and apparently it's a common thing amongst people. It's just not much talked about. Like, and we're so, not talking so, about just celebrities. We're talking about like everyday people. So that's just the thing, like casually losing children, like. Yeah, apparently yeah. failed pregnancies are a lot more common than we're led to believe. Like, I know people that have had it happen to them. I know people who have had family members talk about it. So that's why you you ever notice, like, in movies and stuff, they say, yeah, we're trying. Um, oh. Like, that's a thing. That's like, yeah, oh. we're trying for a baby. Yeah. So it's like, I guess that that's kind of part of it. So because getting pregnant for certain people is actually difficult. So. So getting pregnant and then wow makes you appreciate life a lot that's crazy yeah it really does but yeah so i appreciate the the openness and being willing to be so honest with people and i really that's one of the things i really appreciated about 444 too and especially the way the way just to veer off a little bit the way jay-z had talked about he kind of blamed himself because of his lifestyle and even big sean did it on here too it's like you know we were living crazy that's why we lost the baby so yeah he said kind of the same thing but with less words for sure yeah exactly yeah so it's just like it's just things like that something i'll say for sure you know since we're going over it like you know we talk about Kanye, we talk about jay-z their longevity in the game mm -hmm. and, and you can tie that directly to i think their their willingness to be vulnerable and to share their real experiences with people and even you can give that to big sean too because you know yeah. like we like we just said he's been in the game for over 10 years you know you don't make it mm -hmm. there that's not a common thing and and while he's gotten better at it but he's never yeah. really been afraid to share who he is you know what i mean so like yeah. in, in, term, I in terms of having real longevity we're seeing that you know being vulnerable being real that that makes a big difference I agree. And it's, it's crazy because, you know, 
artists are like personal investments to people. They're like investments for your emotions. So once you have to have stake in an artist in order for you to care about them and you need to care about them in order for them to last long. You know what I mean? So I think that's Very exactly true. as you yeah, I think it's exactly as you said. Um, Jay Z, one of the most vulnerable people on wax, vulnerable people on wax. Um, Kanye West came out college dropout. That's not an easy thing to brag about, you know. <laughs> so, and then talking about like losing his mother in his music, putting everything in his music, you know, like that's very important for people to get to become invested in you. So, I think. Um... And going, think, going going off that, I was going to say, well, I don't know if there's anything you wanted to say again about Detroit. No, I think uh, uh, you were going to tie it into the same thing I was. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just going to say, so, you know, we just named a couple examples of artists who have, who, who can owe their longevity to how good they are at rapping, but at the same time sharing their feelings. So, you know, we might as well show you the other side of what right. happens when you're you're not doing either of those things yeah Ooh. the 1985 effect so yes oh. sir 1985 i arrived Ooh, that's on fire bro <laughs> yeah i love Jake it Cole really might, J. Cole really might be a prophet though because it's like a lot yeah. of the stuff she's saying false prophets and 1985 like it just be coming true he's on even, spot. even 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 for people who it wasn't intended to exactly I mean, that's what happens when you speak truth. You speak truth, they be they continue to act true. You know, <laughs> they happen. Yes, sir. Um, these are the eternal truths that we know, and one of the eternal truths has called six nine to go from an expected one hundred ten k, I believe it was one hundred ten k originally, uh, album sales first week to forty k, which was the same same amount that caused what's his face to disappear from social media. Who was it again? Smoke perp. Smoke perp. Yep. So the same numbers, he like he dropped down, and it's funny because it's declined throughout the week. So I think it went from 110k expected uh, album sales down to 80, then it dropped to 70, and then um, 45, and it's probably continually dropping. And you love to see it. That's all I can say I love, about it. You love, I love to, to see, see it. it, and I'm not surprised either, though. That's kind of a pattern with Six Nines music, like whatever splash he makes the first week and it's mm -hmm. usually I can't even say usually it's always due to his antics on live what he's saying da, 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 that he you know usually does right before he drops a song so his songs will chart mm -hmm. amazingly the first week but then he's got like some of the biggest stage dives in terms of, of, of chart placement afterwards because oh, yeah. you know he, he's all spectacle exactly. he's, all, he's, he's all spectacle with no substance something and to something to keep in mind too that these are also singles these are not actual albums so it's a lot more competitive and uh we talked about it when he first came out and we we talked about his giant numbers and this is right before we blacklisted him from the topic list now we put him back on because it's obviously worked everybody has come together to neglect him as a whole and kind of kick him out of hip-hop you know except for like those 45k worth of streams but the, he went from breaking Instagram and YouTube live for having so many people pour in. We talked about it. It's just a spectacle. It's just because he's been locked up, just because he snitched, just because of the context to see what he has the goal to say. And now that that's worn off, we're actually, we're seeing the effect of, okay, you're just a lame goodbye. 
you know it's a great thing to see because it's something that we i feel as though it is important to the culture to do because he was someone that was portraying something he was not to an extreme level to the point of putting everybody's lives like multiple lives in danger oh you're right i mean it's a big deal i just wanted to add because it's like you know by 2020 nowadays we already know um you know not not everybody in rap is is exactly authentic but Mm -hmm. you know there are there are most people even when they're maybe perpetrating a certain image online that's not the image that they then try to take with them in their supposed real life you know what i mean there's a clear division a lot of times between the music and the real life mm-hmm. and, or or even you know even on top of that division you'll even hear that in their lyrics like i know a lot of times drake will will rap about you know he kind of does it in a cool flyway but like yeah. you know if he's if he's rapping about like some gun talk or some gang stuff like he'll always position it as oh i know people or i'm exactly. cool with people who you know what i mean and yeah. it, it it's at least more authentic than six nine you know what i mean so yeah and it, it's funny because it, mike on our anime episode was like saying, yeah like, when drake starts doing the gun talk and he was a huge drake stan when drake starts doing the gun talk that's when i stopped listening <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, six, six nine is definitely seeing the fruits of his of his actions Mm-hmm. And for um, anybody anybody who doesn't know, the 1985 effect is there was a little dispute. There, there was actually Smoke Perp, which is funny enough. Smoke Perp and Lil Pump were saying, started the fuck J. Cole trend, where it was like this hashtag similar to fuck Russ, but nobody hopped on it because everybody liked J. Cole. But there was a fuck J. Cole thing, and then he made a response in the song 1985. And basically what he did was he break down, it's like, listen, you're doing all this stuff now, it's cool, but in about a year, you're going to fall off and then your, your next album isn't going to perform well. You're getting all these streams now. And that's exactly what happened because I think that Lil Pump's projection, uh, projections dropped off in a similar way when he dropped um, Harvard Dropout. And it wasn't performing like the singles were like Gucci Gang and everything because it was that wave. And it's funny, it's, it's been repeatedly proven with Lil Pump, Smoke Perp, and now 6 9 and then one 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 aspect of it that Jake Cole even made, um, like on on that song, he even mentioned how like you know you, you make your music for whatever audience you make or whatever, right? Yeah. And then, you know, it's life. That audience is gonna grow up. They're not gonna resonate with, exactly. with that kind of music. And and I think that's you know it's like the audience grew up, but they didn't. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that ties it back to vulnerability, giving you longevity themes that could be uncovered over time layers that if you go back and listen to a Kanye song now like college dropout because I'm in college now I understand it from a whole different perspective oh yeah I can't do that with a little pump right oh yeah 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 so it's 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 two kind of artists (laughs) which one do you want to (laughs) be choose cola six nine all right it's funny because it's like I you know just to close off it's kind of like you know, with with, with with Pump and Cole, or Pump and Cole, Pump and those other guys who we mentioned. Yeah. You know, I guess it's like there's two approaches. There's there's the clout approach where you blow up, you know, extremely mm-hmm. fast, extremely violently, but you can't sustain that momentum very long. Yeah. And then, and then there's the more grounded, realistic approach that, you know, it's probably not going to be one super awesome hit that gets you up. 
mm-hmm. but it, it, you know it's going to be a, a consistency a body of that puts your name on the map and like that a series is, of wins exactly that's maintainable that's mm-hmm. and matter of fact if you look at it that's exactly what detroit 2 is an evidence of i would put for the sake of this argument i'm not saying that big sean is a j cole what I'm saying is that the, what the archetype that we just made J. Cole into is the consistent W. King to the point you blow up, uh, long grind versus a quick blow up. That I would put Big Sean in that category. For sure. And he's kind For of sure. a proof of, with the success of Detroit too, of that sustainability. Take notes, take notes. Exactly. All artists take notes. But yeah. So moving on, we got a couple new people into the game, and we're going to see what direction they end up taking. The Double XL Ciphers. Now, how did you feel about yeah. them? Um, I liked them, but overall, I wasn't really impressed, to be honest. Yeah, it was pretty under underwhelming. One of them was really good to me. Like, well, not really good, but it was, like, better. And then the other two were only okay. So the one, <clears throat> we're going to go... Th- through each cipher and p- pick our number one spot from each one and let's start with the Fabio foreign the cowboy 24k golden and mulattoes so who would you say has the number one spot in that one and why for me uh mulatto she mm-hmm. um i don't know like this is kind of my intro to mulatto yeah you know Same here. She, she yeah she raps with a lot of energy and like I don't know. She was kind of like the most interesting part of mm-hmm. that priest of, of that cipher. Um, Cal twenty four golden was good too. Yeah, but um, I I definitely got to take mulatto. Um, Fabio, Fabio, Fabio. Yeah. Um, I like his little drill flow thing, but I felt like um that drill flow on that beat was cool, but it didn't really show off how 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 skilled of a rapper he is in that context cowboy i like cowboy too but you know you know no 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 offense but cowboy kind of sounds a lot like our current wave of more melodically inclined auto-tune rappers no disrespect to yeah i think i think everybody in the site go ahead my bad no i'm good i'm just saying you know that that's how i would order it mulatto and then everybody else (laughs) yeah so I think everybody did good in this cipher. Like I said, this is probably my favorite out of out of the three. Um, Cowboy, I'm a, I'm gonna rank him last because he he did good for a couple bars, but like you said, he sounded generic, and then he ended up trying to freestyle, and it didn't really work out for me. Um, then it would be Fabio Foreign. Um, again, it's a little more generic for me, but I did like his sound. 24k golden i like that he referenced everybody um i thought the super califragilistic bar was a little weird but i was like okay do your thing um and then <laughs> mulatto <clears throat> mulatto definitely had the number one spot because her wordplay was on point she had a crazy flow and she made exactly yeah she had the highest energy so it's like I, I think my favorite bar was like i skip on like bad songs i just dropped a hundred on jewelry during a pandemic my money got I thought I, my, Ryan, my favorite, yeah, she she did that. She did that. Mm-hmm. My favorite yeah. line. She said, "She her, her Birk is so big she could fit a Draco." There. I was like, "Oh, you win! <laughs> I don't need to hear anything else. You win." <laughs> that's funny, man. That's that's dope. That's a dope show of class, and then like being street, and then uh, we got the NLE chopper, Ride Wave, Lil J, and Chicas. I didn't. I ain't like this one like that. I was disappointed by Chicas verse because I expected more of a rapidy rap flow not saying that yeah. i'm tying her to a box but like 
in a cipher i didn't i thought this i called this one the sing song cipher because yeah. everybody was trying to do melodies and stuff and i feel like a cipher is a place you bar up or you know you rap traditionally and i i felt like everybody was trying to <clears throat> everybody was trying to make like a pop hit on here and i didn't like that so i don't i don't know what it is too i feel like at least from my memory in the past some other cipher more I don't know. Like they were a little grimier. Like they hit harder. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is why I think. Which is why I think we like Mulatto is because she leaned more towards that. She was still doing exactly. the new school like flow that was popularized by Houston, but she was doing like the grimy like rapidy rap, and she had her punches. Um, but for me, I'm probably gonna have to go. This is hard. Um, NLE Chopper probably last. I really didn't like his verse. Lil J. Rod Wave and then Chica. You oh Chica Chica is my top spot. I got so, you, I got you. Yeah, so cause Chica still had her bar, she still had good writing, but I felt like she could have went harder. I, I agree like, too. I mean it's it's tough. Um I think I got Lil TJ at the um last spot. I don't really remember what he said. I yeah, put Rod Wave maybe right above him for the mm-hmm. same reason because it's like you know on the cypher i wanted to hear more like we already said we, we wanted yeah. to put a bar up they was most definitely not barring up. yeah um so at that point it's between the nle chopper and chica for me so i'm inclined to give the chica by a tiny bit because um you know like you said her, her lines and her wordplay was on point yeah. I do wish she had a little bit more energy with it because I've seen her rap in some of her like earlier Instagram videos with a lot more urgency, with a lot more energy than that yeah. one. I almost I almost wonder if she was bored. Maybe she felt like nobody there was like Maybe. firing up with her. I don't know. I'm just saying shit. I would, then, I, then, it would make sense because thinking about it, like, you know, you're looking at, you know who you're going to be on advance so uh, maybe she's trying to blend in or maybe she genuinely wanted to try that sound who knows yeah and then um so yeah but like Enoli Chapa man for going everything else that man always raps with energy you know so I, I yeah. like it I really yeah. like it I get that I wish I wish that he rapped more like Shadow Flow and I, I probably I'm probably horrible for saying that because a lot of people say why are you tying him to that you know just because it's a popular release but I wanted to hear that same kind of aggression and I don't get that and you know it, maybe it's because he's on like the new positive wave but I, I think you could still be that aggressive rap like that and not necessarily use the same content like you can still well, you want you, you want that man you want that man to be Screaming out that he to, meditates on the song. Yo, I, I meditate daily. Me. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They trying to play me. I meditate daily. I say to the sun and the sun and the city. <laughs> that yeah. actually kind of hot, bro. Exactly. I'm not gonna lie. Big but Sean that man probably. Big Sean. That man pro- true, true, true. You're right. You're right. You look. That I man. Win. That man. That man probably feels like he can only get loud if he's talking about guns. Right. I mean, I which can't. Is not, which is not true. It's not true, NLE. Matter of uh, fact, he got a he, he got a trap. He got to drop the chopper from the name, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You think hey, he got to call, hey, he gotta call himself think... NLE Chakra. That's got to be his name. Hey, yo, that's actually very funny. He, uh, that could work. 
that actually it could it would be a very funny rebrand i think it would be like the ihob moment where everybody's <laughs> saying no change it back please but yeah, yeah that'd be very funny um yeah like like i said i, I would have liked a little more aggression instead of him singing um and yeah. then we got polo g jack harlow and Lil Keen. who's your number one um gotta give it to jack harlow Pol- like Jack Harlow and Polo G on that one was kind of tough. But for mm-hmm. me, I like that Jack Harlow still used the beat because it's like, you know, we got that trend in the cypher. There's that one guy who want to like go acapella and that's cool. Yeah. But I feel like if you don't absolutely kill it acapella, yeah. then you kind of like, you know why? Like Polo G, exactly. Polo G's re- really good in my opinion. And all his album, especially his first one, which name I can't remember right now. Right. He's he's a very good songwriter and he's very good at kind of like you know displaying his truth and whatnot. But a lot of times his flows start to sound the same to me, and yeah. I would have really loved for him to like break out into a different cadence or whatever the case may be while on that acapella. So when he went acapella yeah. and then I heard the same flow I always hear, I was like, all righty, gotta give it a jab. Lil Keith is in last. Okay, yeah, literally, Lil Keith is in last place, but only because somebody has to be in last place. I actually like Lil Keith Cypher. I wasn't expecting him to stay with his flow as well as he did. I thought it was going to be a, a little more rougher to hear. Like, yeah. remember remember, remember Lil Mosey from last year? I remember, yeah. I thought Lil Keith was going to be on some walk in the spot and I feel like the man energy. Yeah. But he he yeah. was doing his thing. It's funny that you say that because I don't like Lil Keith's. I think his is like the worst performance out of all three. <laughs> only because he forgot he started early on the beat he didn't start on at the beginning of a four bar and not only after he did that he forgot his second bar and then he he kind of went off started mumbling then he came back and it was any substance it wasn't anything cool so low key money owned like grandparents <laughs> it's so fire garbage. It's so garbage <laughs> But yeah, that's 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 inside color of cranberry. All right, I'm done. I'm done. That's ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) That shit funny as hell, dog. Hey guys, this is actually part one of a two parter. So go ahead and tune in next week for our conversation about the Fresh Prince of Bel Air being renewed as a drama, as well as our conversation about Kanye's most recent interview with Nick Cannon. Uh, In the meantime, stay safe, wash your hands, and don't be an idiot.